Hello, Summoners. Welcome to another episode of Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Ilya Alador, and today we're going to be going ahead and taking a look at the new Three Houses banner that just got announced. Um, this banner has been getting enough views and upvotes that it's actually, uh, it's, it's hit fairly well on, on YouTube trending for gaming. So that's actually a little bit impressive that, uh, a hero's banner reveal is, is, is on trending. It's kind of funny. So, uh, there are four units who are being revealed in this banner, one for each color, uh, and each of the physical weapon types. So I'm going to go ahead and start with just the order that the banner gives it to us. Uh, we first are going to see Edelgard. She is a uh, axe wielder. She's also infantry, so she's going to have fairly high stats thanks to her just BST in general. She comes with an axe called the Victorious Axe, which accelerates special trigger uh, by one, so it's like a slang effect. And if the number of foes within two spaces is greater than the number of allies within two spaces, you make a guaranteed follow-up attack. So this is uh, a lot like the effect we see on... Ephraim, uh, legendary Ephraim, where he makes a guaranteed follow-up attack if there are just more opponents nearby than there are allies. Uh, as for specials, Elgard comes with Luna, which is a pretty common special. However, it's the, the rest of her kit that is really surprising and uh, kind of sets her apart. So in the A slot, she has attack, defense, solo 3, which, as we all know, grants attack and defense plus 6 during combat, uh, in combat buff. When you're uh, not next to an ally, she has dull close in the B slot, where she can neutralize foes' bonuses at melee range. But the new interesting thing that she has is her C slot skill. It is called Rouse Attack Defense Three, and it's a C slot. And it says at the start of turn, if unit is not adjacent to an ally, grants attack defense plus six to unit for one turn. So this works in both phases. It's kind of like it's like a wave skill, except instead of can't you instead of you can be next to an ally and give the bonus to them as well. Uh, this only works if you're by yourself, but it works in every every phase. It works in uh, not odd and even turns. So, I mean, this is kind of like what the the effect the effect is of a solo skill. It's like that, except it's has an additional requirement and is an out-of-combat buff. Either way, this is looking like if, if Edelgard just stays by herself without allies nearby, she'll always make a follow-up attack, and she'll get plus 12 to attack and defense, and uh, she can negate bonuses at melee range. So this seems to me like it's going to be a pretty... She, Edelgard seems like she'll be a pretty good unit. Also, she has really nice artwork. Uh, I don't know whose artwork I like the best, actually, out of all the banner units, but just knowing me, I'm going to probably want to go with Dimitri the most. <laughs> so that's Edelgard. She's looking like she'll be a, a pretty good unit once she comes out. I don't know her stats yet, but she's looking like she'll be pretty good. Next, we get Dimitri. Dimitri only has four skills, where Edelgard's five, so clearly... He's going to be not quite as good. He comes with a, a personal lance called Noble Lance. This grants attack plus three. And at the start of combat, if both your HP and your foe's HP are equal to 100%, or if neither of them are equal to 100%, you make a guaranteed follow-up attack. So this is an interesting effect on his lance. 
so for like a first combat kind of deal where you're either going to be initiating the, the first combat of a map everyone's going everyone is likely to have max hp it's possible they won't but it, it's it's likely they will the only thing that really comes to mind is this is situational in that you are not going to be able to stay in that 100% range for long. And so this is really only going to be effective for Dimitri's first combat, because after his first combat, it's, it's, it's likely he'll lose his 100 HP, and then he won't get the guaranteed follow-up attack. Um, now, you could just kind of damage enemies around him, or you could, I don't know, have some sort of cheese effect, like Savage Blow or, or something like that. That way... Even though he is pretty much guaranteed to take damage from the fight, everyone else around him will too, and he can keep getting the buff and uh, the guaranteed follow-up attack. But given just his stats and his skills, I don't know what stats and his skills, I'm, I'm starting to think he's not going to be very fast, which is not a good thing for uh, cavalry units. For anyone in general, to be not fast, but it's really only forgivable with armor units. So, kind of an interesting lance. Um, the most exciting thing about it for me is the the attack plus three part of it. Um, it's definitely the worst of all the weapons that are on this banner. And I'm just wondering exactly what the usefulness of it is going to be. But at least it is a 19 might weapon, basically. Dimitri also has Vengeance, which, as we know, is uh, pretty much a terrible special. <laughs> I, I don't think... I will ever. I don't think I've ever procked vengeance on a unit before. Dimitri also comes with death blow four, so that's that's good for him. And lull attack defense three. So this is a new skill. It's a B slot skill where he will inflict attack and defense minus three on foe and neutralize bonuses to attack and defense during combat. So basically, uh, if Dimitri is fighting Edelgard and Edelgard has that plus twelve to all stats. Um, not all the stats, plus 12 to attack and defense, this B-slot will bring her, her uh, attack and defense back to what they normally are, and then inflict minus 3 on them. So, if I'm reading this right, the way this works is you neutralize any bonuses specifically on your opponent's attack and defense, and then you inflict attack defense minus 3 on them. So, I think that's the way it works. Um... I could see it being useful in a lot of situations, but personally, on a unit like Dimitri, I'm, I'm not so sure. I need to see his stats to figure out if this is really good for him, but yeah, I don't know. This this could be good. This could be terrible. We, we just have to wait and see. It's one of those skills where running it is kind of a gambit, and you never know if you're going to need something better. So I don't know. Th this could be good. It might be terrible. We just have to wait and see how, uh, how it gets used in the metagame. So that's Dimitri, um, just from what I'm seeing. He isn't looking like the best unit on this banner. He's looking looking not so great, but I hope that changes, because Dimitri, I'm going Blue Lions. I already have, I've got, I have three houses already pre-downloaded onto my Switch, and I am firmly going with the Blue house, blue, blue Lions. Anyway, moving on, the banner next reveals Claude. Claude is a cavalry archer. Uh... And he has, an, his weapon is called the Cunning Bow. And get ready for this. So it grants speed plus three, 
It's effective against flying foes. And when the total bonuses on you and the total penalties on your foe add up to equal at least 10, you inflict uh, minus 5 to all stats to your opponent, and that's an in-combat debuff. So, this is a bow that apparently, from what I see, excels at kicking enemies while they're down. <laughs> because if this bow works if you've debuffed your enemies beyond redemption, they take a further minus 5 to all stats. So, I think pairing Claude with someone like um, like Arvis or like like Surtur, so people who are really good at debuffing enemies, or someone who's really good at buffing them, like uh, a legendary Azura, or like even performing Arch Azura or the Flying Olivia, then this is going to be a really good bow just because it'll excel at widening the gap between what you can do and what your enemy can do. Like, you're already probably going to come out on top in most situations, but this is just going to make it even better. So... I, I think this is a pretty good bow. I, it's definitely better than whatever Dimitri got. The only thing that makes the Dimitri's lance good is that he's probably going to have really bad speed, and that's going to be the only way he can make follow-up attacks. So the only reason Dimitri's lance is good is because he's so bad. <clears throat> that's just assuming he has terrible speed. Anyway, so back to Claude. <laughs> Getting sidetracked with Dimitri. Claude also comes with Glimmer. Lull Speed Defense 3, which is just like um, the one that Dimitri had, except for it targets Speed and Defense instead of Attack and Defense. And he has Defense Smoke 3. So once he hits one guy in combat, all that guy's buddies are going to start hurting because they're all going to start taking more damage from, from physical weapons. Overall, Claude's good. I think the thing that hurts him most is he's a cavalry unit, and so he's going to have like 150 BST maybe. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how uh, they distribute stats like that, but I, I hope it'll be good. Last on the banner, we have the uh, female version of Byleth. She's actually uh, probably going to be someone you want to go for. We're all going to get male Byleth uh, if you if you buy three houses and redeem the gold. This is the version of Byleth that we're actually going to have to summon for. So, female Byleth has five skills, so you know she's going to be great. She comes with the Creator's Sword. This accelerates special trigger by 1, so it's like a slaying sword. It's 16 might, and during combat, it disables foe skills that guarantee the foe gets a follow-up attack, or it prevents the unit from making a follow-up attack. So basically, she won the gate any skill that guarantees your opponent makes a follow-up attack or you don't. And it neutralizes skills that grant special cooldown accelerations to foe, or inflict special cooldown deceleration on you. So basically, um, uh, from what I read, this is the bane of fighter skills. Um, like this, if what I'm reading here is accurate, she just completely negates special fighter, in that you cannot inflict guard upon her, and you can't accelerate your own special cooldown. So I, I, I weep for the day where I meet this in uh, Arena, because... Not arena in Rooker sieges because this is a terrifying skill. I know I know that they all have the same Umbra skill for the weapon, so it's kind of a joke. But so, point is, this is really going to be a great sword if you really stop and think about all the people that let you win matchups over. So I'm pretty excited for that. She has a new special called the Ruptured Sky, um, which much like Legendary Roy, it <laughs> seems to be bad 
bad news for dragons and beast units. It says it boosts damage by 20% of foe's attack. If in combat against a dragon foe or a beast foe, boosts damage by 40% instead of 20%. So this is a special that gets better and better the tougher opponents you're fighting. Uh, so since it scales off of your opponents, or your the uh, stats of your opponent, it's kind of unreliable, but it will help help you deal with a lot of really high attack enemies and uh, dragon and beast enemies because you're likely to get a significant boost from it. And uh, it's only a two-turn cooldown that goes to one turn thanks to her sword having built-in a slang effect. Byleth, uh, female Byleth also comes with Fury 4, Wrath 3, and even Attack Wave 3. So she's looking like she'll be very good as well. My overall impressions on this banner, um, Dimitri and Claude would be a whole lot better if they weren't on horses, probably. They could actually... Uh, Dimitri could actually have an existing speed stat, because I'm, I'm assuming he's going to have terrible speed. He could at least have good speed if he wasn't on a horse. And Claude is probably going to be really frail, just given he's he has to have good attack and speed to be wanted. So my, my bet is that he's going to be really frail, and that's unfortunate. Uh, he should at least have good defense, because a lot of his appearances are as a wyvern lord. But either way, that the, those two are going to be alright. I think... I think once all sudden done, Dimitri's going to be the worst person on this banner, followed by Claude. And then between female Byleth and Edelgard, they both seem really good to me. I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure which is going to be best. I'm leaning towards female Byleth just because she can counter so many of the big, best, uh, most dangerous enemies with her sword. But uh, like, if she were to run guard, could she? stop enemies from ever triggering specials that'd be that'd be interesting anyway so i'm just that's just me wondering i think that i think those two are going to be really good and i think dimitri and claude are at least going to be viable units even if they're not at the same level as the others thank you all so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode remember if you'd like to reach out to the community you can do that over at the subreddit of r slash biology we'd love to hear from you there if you'd like to actually let us hear from you you can do that through Anchor with voice messages at anchor.fm slash biology slash message. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do that uh, also uh, through Anchor at anchor.fm slash biology. There's a support the support feature there. We appreciate whatever you want to give. You can show your biology spirit for as little as a dollar a month. And, of course, if you'd like to reach out to the show directly with any ideas for the show, pr- proposals for the show, anything, anything at all, you can do that through the show's email of biology at gmail.com or my email, billyalladur.gmail.com. Those will both be in the show notes. And lastly, if you just want to reach out to me for whatever reason, you can do that on Discord at billyalladur, hashtag 1130. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care, happy summoning, and remember to schedule another appointment with your biologists real soon. Take care.